0: the bar nobody's gonna try to give you anything extra you gotta demand it back
1: to the chevy hampton V show with cars sponsored by your chicagoland and northwest indiana chevy dealers at chevydrivechicago.com right now on wgn radio
2: well, the Raiders beat the Bears 24 21. HAMP and OB with cause sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com with you till 6 o'clock. The phone number is 312 981 7200. Bears were down 17 zip at the half. They scored 21 unanswered in the third quarter. They had the Raiders at their own three yard line. 97 yards away from a touchdown to win the football game, and Oakland went down and did it. They Hamm? gave
3: up a 97-yard march last week.
2: Yeah, well, that's, that's not good.
0: All Hamm, right, Paul. so he, here's uh, the takeaways from today. It is a catastrophic loss in a lot of ways. Guys, I mean, this is a game you count as a win. You yes. counted it in August. You counted it this morning. Right. I am not a, a John Gruden fan, but let me tell you something, folks. John Gruden took Matt Nagy's butt to the woodshed today. He outcoached him top to bottom, even against some of the most horrific bad calls I've seen in games all year. All that being said, Chase Daniels gave us a great chance to get back in this thing and win this game. Unfortunately, he had a couple of stupid uh, interceptions. All that being said, where's our defense? Where is the the greatest defense? You know, I heard Dick is spouting off this week. Oh yeah, this is one of the greatest defenses I've ever done. Maybe better than, you cannot give up 97 yard touchdown drives in the fourth quarter. Where's $141 million Khalil Mack? He's on the sidelines, breathing hard. What is it, 50 degrees in London? All I'm telling you is this. This team, I'd like to buy them for what they're worth and sell them for what they think they're worth. They all think they're so great. And I'm telling you what, Anthony Miller, you little, you you were the reason this game turned back to the Raiders. You make that stupid, you know, mouth and, you know, taunting call, give them the ball where they get to kick it off 15 yards, you know, closer. And then you miss the tackle, you go in there like a punk, put your head down, don't even make the play, and then you get another penalty at the end of it that gives them the ball back on the 35 going in. All I'm saying is, Matt Nagy, you better wake up. You've been given an awful lot. Great players in a lot of positions. Some of them fall in your hands, like Khalil Mack, like Akeem Hicks. These guys are great. But guess what? At some point, you need discipline. You need some toughness. Your offensive line is a disgrace. Last year, at the end of the year, they were supposed to be something on the, on the come. They're going to be something great. They have been an embarrassment today. They got their ass handed to them from the opening kickoff. And I'm telling you this, Chase Daniel, you can't, you know, you can't expect a quarterback to be error free when he's got people in his face. You know how many times Derek Carr got hit today? You know how many times our great defensive line hit him? One time, Ob got closer to him from the guy from the from art studio. I'm telling you, this is a debacle, and you hang it right on Matt Nagy's behind.
2: Well, Daniel, that was the most hamp Ob moment in the show's history. You can I, you can just sit back now, Ob. That, I, I, I'm gonna, was gonna tell you damn. something,
0: <laughs> and I mean, there's so much more we could talk about. I, I got to tell you, Eddie Goldman. <laughs> I said he was he had played outstanding last week today. He was 340 pounds of getting knocked off the line of scrimmage. This is, this is a loss that I'm telling you, OB, you've seen teams like this. This is a loss that will break their will. And if I hear all these apologies and, oh, well, we didn't get there until Friday morning and all this nonsense. No, the Raiders wanted it more than you did. Shame on you, Chicago Bears.
3: Well, what happened? The original, the biggest breakdown that happened. This afternoon, the biggest breakdown on that football team, not running backs, not quarterbacks, not linebackers, not defensive backs, not offense, the biggest thing was our defensive line, which those guys are the stalwarts. They're the ones that set the tone to make the linebackers fly all around free and make the tackles, and our defensive backs come up and play tough, play tough pass defense. The defensive line got mauled today. And you had mentioned Cleo Mack. I don't know where he was today, pal, but I tell you what, he sure as heck was not on that football field today playing like he has played or he should play. He did not. I mean, sometimes you saw a tight end or a back trying to block him. That's how much they worried about him. But defensive line got kicked and pushed around. What, how many yards, Mark, did the, the running back have?
0: Probably a buck and a quarter.
2: Josh Jacobs had a great day. He was twenty six carries, one hundred and twenty three yards. That's four point seven yards a carry. He scored a couple of touchdowns, and he got our defensive line. That's where the battle was. The battle was basically lost up front.
3: Dan had mentioned our offensive line. They got pushed around too. But where this game was won and lost was up front. You could see it, folks. When when the Oakland wanted to run, they ran the football. When he had to pick up the critical third down, he picked it up. I am telling you, I thought this was a game, like, this is a game that was a win for us. This was a win. This is one we never should have lost, and I'll tell you what, guess what's coming down the road, folks? A lot of good football teams are coming down the road, and Nagy, you better get your act together, stop your trick plays like you're the greatest coach that ever came to the National Football League. And you're hugging and kissing your quarterbacks and all that.
0: Hey, did we see him uh, nibbling on the ear of Chase Daniels the last two weeks? I wonder why he doesn't do that to him and waits till Trubisky and him get on national TV. They got to do their little embrace before the game. uh, That makes me sick. All right, let me throw you something else out there. Yeah, you want to look at the stats, stats line. You know, Chase Daniels gave us every chance to win this game. He threw the he ball so well on so many occasions, despite a lot of pressure. He's a little guy. You got to protect him. They didn't. But I'll tell you what, Allen Robertson, Robinson can play for me any day of the week. He may be the best receiver I've ever seen. How about Miller? This Could he play for you? You can't be an idiot and, and cause all that. And by the way, fifty-seven rolling up on the punter. You want to say, "Oh, it's a, it's a, a you know, flagrant foul." You know, it wasn't, it, but it was. You, he did make contact, and they, they did. I think it's it how a, he
3: made contact with I got him. It, but it was you can't clip, you can't roll into a guy in the back of his legs. You're going to take the
0: guy I out. I got it. That was a flagrant foul. But my point is, they didn't call that. I but know. are too didn't. stupid to realize, hey, it's fourth and one. They're down fourth quarter. Be ready for the fake. We're stupid, and we let them run the fake. Now, at the end of the day, that 57, i find his name out. Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Close enough. All I'm saying is there's certain things you can do. You know what? You can you know you can monkey around here and there, but it's fourth quarter in a close game. You don't even get close to the punter. And how stupid are you to even try? Try. You're on the ground. You're lunging at the punter like somebody's going to pat you on the head. Stop it. I'll tell you what. One 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 other thing. Go ahead. Let me go back, folks. You know, a couple of years ago, Derek Carr and the Raiders came into town and. Everybody, you know, they, there was a lot of talk that he was, uh, you know, the the next up and coming great quarterback, and a lot of things have happened since then. And he's kind of, got, let me tell you something that that kid can play. That kid, why can't we find somebody like him? That's not only, you know, <laughs> able to throw the ball, but have some grit, some toughness. You gotta, you, and again. I am no John Gruden fan, but you gotta stand up and applaud both him and that 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 quarterback. They played their butts off, and their offensive line, their defensive line, they outplayed us in all facets. You know, you know, ha ha! Clinton Dix was diving on the ground in front of people all day. You know, ducking his head. Maybe that's why he got run out of Green Bay and Washington. Okay, he got a he had a real nice uh, you know uh, uh, a couple of interceptions. But if you can't tackle in the NFL, it's just a matter of time till they they isolate you and make you have to do it. And if you won't, you can't. It's going to come back and get us.
3: Well, how we won twelve games last year and how we won four games this year is basically on defense. There's no question about it. But it's the seven guys up front. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Seven guys four up front. Game,
0: we didn't win four games this year.
3: Three and two, baby. Three, three and, and two. two. Excuse three me. Three, and two. three and, two. and two. Well, that's um. I'm hoping it was more
0: too. <laughs> See, you are optimistic. Everybody says we're so negative.
3: But, uh, but let me oh, tell P's you. don't give them an yeah. extra win. Well, you'd already count on that one. Sorry. Absolutely. But anyways. That
0: should have been counted. Oh, I mean, this is. I'm telling you. This one's going to reek. And you got two weeks for this to be rubbed in.
3: Danny, I think Chase Daniel did one heck of a fine he job. Did. He was under pressure all day. All day he was under pressure. And I'll tell you what, he stood up to it, and when they had some defenders right in his face, he's falling back, he put it on the 12-yard line. I am mean, being on a 12-yard pass, 15-yard pass, he put it right on the button. The kid impressed the heck out of me because he was under pressure all day. And I'll tell you what, that's a good thing. And that's I mean, a good thing. I mean, there's some good things that happened they're, today. They're, they're Not too many of them, but that's the main thing, is that he stayed in there, he got through the game, and he gave us a chance to win this game at the end of the game. He gave us the chance from down seventeen to nothing. He put us up twenty-one to seventeen, and he stayed in the damn game till the very last second.
0: Yeah, and you know Nagy was calling plays like Neville Chamberlain in the first half. In the second half, he came out acting more like Thatcher, and we started getting some things going. But let me go back to the very first thing you said. I was walking in here, and you said inexplicably, David Carr, uh, uh, Derek Carr. Made the bad, uh, you know, pitch that resulted in the turnover that got us back in the game. If you go back and look at it, this is why I like the kid. He's a winner. He was rushing the pitch. Do you know why? Because and this that turnover. You know whose whose fault it was. It, it, you can you could give credit to Chuck Pagano. Pagano had walked up scrying on the on the the left edge of our defense, and he was blitzing. And Derek Carr knew that Scrine would run the running back down from behind, so he was pitching the ball and getting in a position where he could wheel and block that guy coming off the edge because it was a blitz. And that's why he rushed the pitch and made a bad one. But the pressure that Pagano, you know, forced them into him making that bad play. So there's some good stuff today, but not nearly enough. Th- the bat-
3: well, we lost the damn football game. We Where? We lost the game. We should
2: not have lost. Go ahead, Mark. Twenty four twenty one Raiders beat the Bears. 312-981-720. That is the fun. That is the phone number if you want to jump on in here. Jeff Vukovich is back in our W 10 here. He's upset today. He's Vuk a, hit a quarterback today. Nobody else did. Vuk is a straight shooter who knows insurance. He's on our side and he'd love to help you nationwide on your side. Check out JeffVuk.com. Nationwide is indeed. You can carry a tune? Uh, that says on the uh, I'm on, not sure you carry it says the tune. Carm, but... carm your You've got a great voice. Please sing Nationwide is on your side. So I just thought I'd step into that. Who wrote that? That's what it says right <laughs> there. Take Maggie probably wrote that too. <laughs> quick, quick timeout news coming up. And then we'll get the show uh, rolling even further with your calls. 312-981-7200. Bears are 3-2. They're coming home. into yeah. the bye week. 720
0: WGN. Man! Put the ether can down for a
1: second. It's the Chevy Hampanov Show with Cars, And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio.
2: Raiders beat the Bears 24-21. Hamp and O.B. with Kaz up until 6 o'clock this afternoon. Our phone number is 312-981-7200. Thanks to our friends. The food was still good today. Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets. Hampo, O.B. both enjoyed their lunch. Located at 144th and Pulaski in Midlothian. The meatball, the chicken today was delicious. Meatballs featured on the Travel Channel, the Food Network, and even German television. Uh, Let's move on to our Muller Game-Changing Moment, which is sponsored by the Muller Auto Group, family-owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurney, and Hoffman Estates. Muller Automotive, you will not be disappointed.
0: Well, it has to be the fumble that was forced by being aggressive. Chuck Pagano has his grind right, get up on the edge of the line, blitzing. Quarterback thinking he's going to be Superman, make the pitch and wheel and block. He didn't do it. We got the ball back. Finally, we were able to uh, that changed that changed it. I, yeah, I, Khalil Mack, you know, doesn't show up all day, but he did fall on this ball, and um, it, it gave us a chance to get back in the game. Down seventeen, nothing. Boom. Next thing you know, here we go, and we have a lead until the world's greatest defense gives up a ninety-seven-yard, fifteen-play, six-minute drive to break our back.
3: You know, the one thing that that uh, you know, seeing how training camp went. And seeing how things have gone the first few games here, okay? Now we have, this is the bye week coming up, correct? That's correct. All
2: right. I wonder how much time they're going to give this team off. Well, it's all collectively bargained on that, OB, right? So they're going to get time off, and they're going to have to come back, and they're going to work. The
0: practices are are part of the bargain, but you can still have them for classroom activities, different things. But the practices are what was collectively bargained, but the days off, they're going to get some days off. I'm going to tell you,
3: yeah, just have a few days off and get them in there. You know, we're not talking about the world's greatest football team and the world's greatest coaching staff. You saw what happened today. A team that we should have beat, we got outcoached, and we basically got outplayed. We made some comebacks. Chase Daniels did a hell of a thing, pitching the three three touchdowns, or us getting the three touchdowns. But I'll tell you what, we got totally outcoached and totally outplayed today against
2: a team we should have taken down any day of the week. Let's bring in the Cosman, Glenn Kozlowski, Kazi. Welcome to your program. Thoughts on today's game from you, sir. Well, for starters, you can't be down seventeen
4: nothing at the first half. This team wasn't prepared. They were you know, they came out lackadaisical. We saw it in the first half. Um, so that's coaching. You know, if you're not prepared in London, that's coaching. Um and ultimately guys, no matter what else we say, I know the Raiders put together this long drive, but it was all based off of a fourth and six. When they're punting the ball, why aren't you doing a punt return? Why is the guy even rushing the punter? And, you know, that changed the whole momentum of the game. If you want to talk one play, that's it. Now, they turn around and they run the fake. And, you know, again, that that went against the Bears, and usually they get that break. But what are you thinking on fourth and six? Why are you rushing?
3: Glenn, you, you absolutely hit the nail right on the head, my friend. What are you even rushing somebody, trying like to block the punt or Nobody whatever? Nobody else
0: was doing it. I think what? this guy's an idiot. The only he was just thing doing that you had to worry <laughs> about up, was
3: protect right? the fake punt. You called it. You nailed it, Glenn. That's the only thing they should have done.
4: Yeah. Okay. I mean, and, oh, it, it, hey,
3: Cos, Koss, Koss,
4: wait. a return. It's all over. Game's oh, okay. over. We're not even discussing it, even though they they were horrible in the first half. Okay, but wait. Offense whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: everywhere. Koss, let's go back to this. Okay, that's a microcosm. Why? Okay. If he was, if there was a rush, he was the only guy even threatening in the backfield. So it doesn't, it tells me they weren't trying to block the kick or rush the, the, the the kick. So what is this idiot doing? Now, if he does that on his own and he has not been instructed to never, ever in the fourth quarter get within 10 yards of the punter, then is that on the coaching or do you have a bunch of undisciplined idiots out there you know, mucking up no. the works where you're going to lose game after game because of guys like him and Anthony Miller.
3: That is actually it's, it's coaching, coaching right there. There no you go. That's coaching. This.
4: It's coaching. Bad coaching. Yes, it is. And really, it should have been punt safe. Because, you know, when, when they were punting the ball, with you know what was it, about six minutes left? You, you're getting the ball back. There's six yards for a first out. They're not going to run a fake right there. But after you you know, uh, get the penalty for running into the punter, fourth and one, of course they're going to fake it because if your offense gets the ball, they're going to actually drive the ball on on the Raiders and the game's over. So it's common sense. And this is, you know, as much as I've applauded the special teams coach, you know, on what he's done the last couple of weeks, uh, it was a mistake. Now, you know, part of it is at some point players have to take some ownership too. You should know what the situation is. If you don't, then don't be on the field. Don't wear a damn jersey. Because, quite frankly, that's embarrassing that you're wearing a pro jersey. And you're not smart enough to know on fourth and sixth, you don't even get close to a punter. Because you, you already had a big return. That's what, It was so weird. And the, whole, the whole exchange was weird. But let's talk about the first half. You're down 17 to nothing. That's coaching again. These guys weren't ready. We talked about London going over there. Being prepared, Uh, you know, I really thought, uh, you know, I'm disappointed in Khalil Mack because I thought if if there was ever going to be a game that this guy would show up, it would be this one, right? This is a team that basically said you're not worth the money that the Bears paid you. And what does he do? Not much. Not much today. Now, I, I still love the guy. I still think he's the best player, you know, on the Bears' defense. But when he's not there and he's not showing up, we're in trouble. And that's what happened.
3: Glenn, what you brought up about about the punt is is so true. I just I can see it, I can visualize, smell it, feel it, everything. Because in certain situations like that, I could hear the coaches screaming to the special teams players, yeah. "Don't you get close to them. Don't touch save. the ball. That's you get away. You. you don't." don't and save. they tell them while they're running on the field, "Now grab the kid. Don't you do this." And folks, what I'm telling you is the truth. How this. Uh, well, how he I mean, the how they could let show, this you know, happen? That's
4: you know, Bu. That's his, you know, that's uh, our head coach's um, mantra, and sometimes it works, and it is week to work, week to week. I'm not going to say that the Bears are in big trouble because, quite frankly, I mean, week to week, everybody has to, has a chance to recover. But this was a game they should have won; they were supposed to win, and they didn't. And not only did they not win, but they did it in a way that. Showed the lack of discipline in coaching, and it exposed how we're weak there. Yes, and that's you know that's what we're saying. It you know look we ha- we have we have we have the best defense, but when you don't play with discipline and you don't make and you make mistakes, you're going to lose the game. That's well, that, the NFL. I
3: tell you, Oakland had the best defense. They chewed our offensive lineup like you couldn't believe. I mean, well, they're good. They you know, they're they good came and, after and, and, them, and I will tell you what, if it wasn't for blitzing almost basically on our part blitzing with the corners, with the safeties, with the linebackers, with, I mean, coming every way and doing everything they could. We might've got beaten a hell of a lot worse than just losing a football game the way we did. But that tells you
4: that our D coordinator understands how to adjust at halftime. So let's give this guy credit. You know, I mean, again, we got to break it down into segments. Offensively, you know, we, we, our quarterback did a really nice job, although he made some bad passes, but, you know, they came out so flat in the first half that it was really hard to overcome all of the other things, but in the end, all you had to have is a little discipline, a little common sense, and the Bears are now 4-1 and instead of 3-2, and but now they're 3-2, and so... Backs against the wall. Let's see what
0: they do. But let me let me have this one little insert here about the overarching result of and the fallout of what happened today. Okay, well the Bears were flat. Oh, that's easy to say. You know why were not the Raiders flat? They haven't been home in three weeks. They're wearing the same underwear that they've wore all week because the coaches
4: I'm, can coach them up, right? Well, all, all I'm saying is us, right.
0: Hey, the Raiders basically said we don't believe what. Everybody in Chicago is writing about this defense. We're going to put a hat on you and see how tough you are. And guess what? They rolled us. They knocked us off the line of scrimmage. And now, remember... The first drive, they put a, t- together a 10-play drive and got it down in the red zone until uh, Richie Incognito, d- w- you know, did his idiot self, uh, you know. Like he always you know, does, stunt. right. Another guy. Right. <laughs> right. Kept he was our best player in the first half. But <laughs> the point is, then they came back with another 10-play drive where they just mashed us. And you know what? The Saints, they're going to be looking at this film. They're, they're the next ones we play, right? We get a, week, uh, a bye week. Well, guess what? The Saints, Last time I checked, they got a couple of really good backs. Not this kid we saw today. That's okay, pretty good. You know, Kamara maybe they have, they the best have back the in best football
4: back in the league right now. You know, yeah, but I'm no just question. saying,
0: you don't think that you think they want Teddy Bridgewater to beat us? No, they're going to say we're going to mash these guys. This is I'm telling you, when you let people take body shots on you and it counts and it hurts and it, it registers, you're going to have to get ready for it from now on. And guess what? Ever, the Packers didn't try it on us, and the Denver and all the other weaklings. Well, guess what? The Raiders said enough for that. And John Gruden, again, because I'm no fan, he had right. an amazingly superior game plan to what we had, and he executed it to a T. Uh, well, what
3: what backs yep. that up, Danny? They had the Raiders had, had the ball approximately 10 more minutes than us, and they had 25 first downs to the Bears' 15. They've gained approximately. Four hundred yards to our two hundred and thirty-six, folks. That was a whooping. That was a. That was a little. That was a whack right on the behind. A pretty hard. Yet a what? Yes, it was, sir. Yes, it was. And I'm going to tell you, again, there's a lot of dark clouds that are coming our way in the near future here. And if Nagy doesn't stop this this crazy. His offensive, his trick plays, and his, his psychological things, and and all whatever he does, just get down to some basic basic coaching, Nagy. Okay, quit trying to make it like you're the world's greatest offensive mind that ever came to the National Football League. You're not. You ever heard He's of Bill Belichick? Close, Ed. He I mean he's not even scoring enough points
4: to be in the top thirty. Oh, this it's guy's embarrassing. Up. I mean, let's be honest, it's it's embarrassing. But you're right. In spite of all of those things, we have enough talent on the field to put ourselves in a position to win the, the, the game and then we do stupid things at the end with, you know, seven minutes to go and basically cost ourselves a ball game, and if it's a week to week situation they failed miserably. And Glenn, that was the coaching staff, not the players, the coaching
3: staff. The de- players weren't
4: ready either. Glenn, know? Defensively, so, I mean, it
3: everybody. defensively, we're, we're, we're there. We'll, we'll be there week in and week out. But we, offensively, we don't take care of the ball the proper way. We right? don't take use of the rules of the National Football League. Again, every weekend, watch the other teams. Where's their passing game? Down the field, down the field, down the field, over the middle, over the middle, fly patterns. That's all you see. Watch our game plan. Watch our Dinkin game dunk. plan. If Dinkin they're trying to hit screens. three cone coming out of the backfield, yeah. or trying to get somebody somewhere on a 12-yard out or a 15-yard out, maybe, and that's it. We don't attack the field in a proper way. We're not an aggressive offense. And I hate to say this, folks, I told you there's some real dark clouds coming our way. If this offense doesn't loosen up and start playing big boy football, we're going to get it shoved right down our throats.
2: Twenty-four twenty-one Raiders beat the Bears. Take quick timeout. Three one two nine eight one seventy-two hundred. That is the phone number. I got uh, some breaking stuff from the Bears locker room that we'll uh, discuss coming on back here. Seven twenty WG. Third and two.
5: a shot here, and the ball is going to be caught by Miller. Anthony Miller with a great catch against Marcus Joyner.
6: Biggest play of the game, 42 yards for the Bears, and a first down.
2: That is when the offense started to move. Bears did come back from 17-0 down, took a 21-17 lead. They give up a 97-yard touchdown drive as the Raiders win it 24-21. Yes, OB.
3: We won the crowd noise. We did win the crowd noise. We just drowned the Raiders fans out. My God, were they cheering for the Bears. We we did
2: travel well. Well,
4: England, you know, let me tell you something. We're in London, guys. Dan, you and I went there in 1986 when, you know, look, I was just a punky uh, idiot walking around carrying everybody's bags, but... We were rock stars. I mean, London loves the Bears, and it's a shame that we put on such a bad performance. And more importantly, you know, you talk about the drive, but it still comes down to special teams and you know, it was a, a fourth and six. There was no reason to get that penalty. Just dumb. Well, let me, give you, you the ball game.
2: Let me give you the comment from Kevin Pierre-Lewis, who did run into the kicker. Now, this is a six-year bet. He was with the Seahawks, drafted by Seattle, played with them. For... And this
4: should be his last game played in the National Football League, I might add. So well, go on. Well, Let's hear
2: it. In, in the locker room after the game, quote, In my humble opinion, I believe I was pushed. But I've got to be smarter. So he believes that he was pushed. I don't, yeah, I don't no mean kidding. to stoke the flames pushed
5: here.
4: Pushed by it's who? A, it's a, it's just a punt. You're just doing a punt return. You don't go near the punter. You don't want a penalty. You win the game. It's simple.
5: You know, I shouldn't be
4: in the yeah, league. That's dumb. Folks, that God, is D-U-M dumb. Without the B. That's that's how dumb it is.
0: Well, you know, I mean. <laughs> just thought I'd add it you know. That was big. <laughs> I mean, how pathetic is that? He's been in the league six years, and he thinks somebody, he the dog ate my homework excuse is going to, you know, alleviate <clears throat> you know, or, or discount from the fact that he was the single-handed reason why we lost the game. And, you know, well, blah, blah, blah. blah. No, no, everybody. You lost Have you, the game. Every game is play. decided by every play. Okay, and Anthony Miller, okay, he made a 32-yard catch. Great, that's your job. You get paid a lot of money to do that. You don't get paid to run your mouth in the end zone and get a, a right. 15-yard penalty, miss a tackle like a punk, and then get right. another penalty.
4: Right, Ugh. yeah. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back is what we call that. That's a triple crown of stupidity. What I mean, again, lack of discipline, and that goes back to coaching. At some point, you got to be accountable for that. And well, if you're not... Then you're gonna you know, you're gonna keep losing. That's uh, how it works,
3: Ed. I'm gonna tell you what. If we didn't have this defense, guys, and last year's performance and this year's performance with our offense in total, do you I'm gonna tell you what, there might even might have been some changes this year.
1: <laughs> yeah on our right.
3: coaching staff, folks. You can't believe the stupidity in this coaching staff, the blunders that they have made last year, and I'm speaking offensively. Last year and so far this year, and on special teams, what Mr. Kozlowski was just talking about is dead-on truth. You don't go near that punter. Not in that situation. And what do you do? He's either going to punt it, but you look for the fake punt. That's That's automatic, I'm telling you folks. As sure as I'm talking into this microphone, that's what happens. Now, I don't know if it happened with this coaching
0: staff. You know, you know, let me also just throw this in, and you know, coach of the year needs to kind of look at this. That the uh the, the broadcast and cause you saw this. I think it was the first they played basically twenty four games or something under late, uh, Nagy now, right? So it's five uh-huh. and then and seventeen last year. What did that be? Uh Twenty two. So I think the first twelve games of the uh, of uh, last year with Nagy. The genius, we were averaging about 29, 8, something like that, about 30 points a game. Well, the last 10 games, we've been averaging about 20 points, like 10 points less. Now, there's a reason that happens. And we saw it, and you you made mention of it, at halftime, cause hey Chuck Pagano, if your defensive line's getting their head kicked in, well you need pressure somehow, some You better blitz, and so he does. He he does, and adjusts and does what he, he has blitz to do.
3: Almost every play. Man. Well, guess
0: what? The rest of the league is adjusted to Nagy right. now They're and choking down ten points a game. Two is what Dan said. Yeah, we don't. the rest of the league is adjusting. We aren't capable of adjusting back. It's 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 a you know you're playing triple chess. I'm going to do this, put this motion in, and then throw the speed screen when they start. Jumping that, I'm throwing the backside. You know, a post. You—that's what you got. But we're not doing it, and everybody's taking note.
2: It's time to grade the Bears' secondary here, team. Let's take a deep breath. How was the coverage today? Sponsored by PPG Paints for the best coverage, Chicagoland Painters pick PPG. What do we think of the secondary today, team? Got we? <laughs> I'm letting Ed handle that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most collective sigh. Ed's not well, in mean, the room.
0: We lost the game. Ed just so, took a break. <laughs> let me tell you, you something. Know, I mean, the it, best play was made by Sherrick McManus with that the punch was a great out play. at the goal line. Which well, I mean, think about that. And that, that was an amazing individual play. That the Raiders would have put the game away. Now, all that being said, Mukamara was he was there. Cal Fuller is not playing the same way he did a year ago, and especially on the tackling. He's thinking. All I need to do is get eight picks, and I'm going to make the Pro Bowl. No, no, no. You have to make tackles, kid. you got to be a part of the 11-man defense. Now, the two safeties, Eddie Jackson ain't the same. Watch him on the goal line. He's not coming in there. He ducks his head. He, well, that's ha-ha. Yeah. But Eddie, he did he, the same he's not thing playing too. reckless. They're not playing reckless, and they're not getting after it. And little things mean a lot, especially on defense. Yep.
2: Kazi, enjoy your bye week, sir, and we'll talk to you after the hopefully after the Bears get to 4-2 and, and beat the New Orleans Saints, all right?
4: Well, I mean, it's going to be a tough game, but can they beat them? Of course they can. they just got to clean up these little mistakes. and But, you know, you're going to have to score some points against the Saints unless our defense is off the well, charts.
3: Speaking defensively, the defensive backs, say, let me get my two cents in there. We yeah. never really challenged. We were never really challenged. Oakland never threw the ball on any uh, deep post or fly patterns or crossing deep crossing ends. We never really challenged them. So I'd, I'd give them, what would I give them? I'd give them a B, best, or B minus. I'll yeah, give them a C. And,
0: and as you leave, because I'll just tell you this. Instead of fish and chips, the bears were served humble pie today. <laughs> Say war! All right, gentlemen, I'll talk to you in two
4: weeks.
2: All right, All right Glenn. All right, Kazi, news, news is coming up here in a matter of moments. We will get to your calls. Callers, hang in there. 312-981-7200. We'll get to your calls. I mean, when you're talking about the secondary, by the way, huge play down to the goal line. Give Derek Carr credit uh, on on the deep pass to the tight end that got him down to the two that ended up getting that touchdown. That, that was... Uh, One play that stands out to me where you just could not afford it at that point, and it it happened. Well, he never really challenged them basically the whole game. I mean, what?
3: Like they were thrown down like... uh like Aaron Rodgers, or somebody throwing a ball down the field, Patrick Mahomes.
0: We were, but, but but we were playing a real soft cover three, thinking, oh, if we blitz our defensive line, we're going to get pressure, and they're going to throw up a punt, and we're going to make a play, blah, blah, blah. And there was a lot of stuff underneath. The tight ends in the second half, the, early in the game, he made a couple of plays with that uh, number 11.
3: Here's the, Here's the problem, what happened today, where our defense fell apart. Up front, and that's where our defense has been with the seven guys
2: up front, but not today. Not today. They didn't show up today. News coming up. Quick timeout. 720 WGN.
6: Chicago's healthcare technology incubator is expanding and money is flowing to entrepreneurs at 5.08. The opening bell tomorrow morning.
3: W-G-N
2: more conversation on the quarterback to coming up here chase daniel was 22 of 30 231 yards couple of touchdowns couple of interceptions we've been very complimentary uh, to chase but it'll be interesting what's going to happen with Well Tra- he's made some he made some difficult throws and he put them right on the button. Yeah, well, we'll see if Trubisky's going to be coming back healthier. I, th- I would we we very well may see him uh, coming up against the Saints. I figured
3: he'd be out 4 weeks. That was my
2: prediction yeah news is right now on 720 (laughs) wg
1: Now, I wish
0: I, I would have grown up in this era where you, you know, fail miserably and everybody gives you a fist pump.
1: Best Bears coverage. The Chevy and O.B. Show with Kaz right now. Sponsored by Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers. At Chicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Into
2: the callers coming on back here. 312-981-7200. Thanks for being patient as the Bears do lose to the Raiders 24-21. and O.B. with Coz. All the way till six o'clock tonight. Green Bay, who's out front in the north now, at three and one, off to a very good start as they're leading the Cowboys fourteen zip down in Dallas. They beat them last the last three times going in this game. The Packers have beaten Dallas. Yeah, so the Bears are uh, well, they're going to be chasing regardless, but that's not uh, what you want to see early. All right, thanks for being patient, Mike and Rockford. Welcome to WGN. You're on with Hample B, and Cos. Go ahead.
7: Hey guys, uh, listen. This is where golf starts. The whole the whole game was bad from the very beginning, and uh, the Bears were just lucky. They were given some gifts, uh, and they came back. Uh, but I just want to say that I think that this whole thing with Ryan Pace going back when they before they drafted Trubisky, they signed Mike Glennon, and I remember his exact words: "Where we see this guy's got some." He's got some good talent. He's got some gifts of, uh, that a quarterback has and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, this guy, Glenn, was a bust. And then you went and you and you signed, you know, you traded up to get Trubisky. And I know it has nothing to do with this game. But if you look at where Pace is and is evaluating first-round draft picks, uh, he's mediocre at best because of the fact that he can draft third and fourth-rounders. To me, doesn't make it a GM. And there's no gift in getting Khalil Mack. That's a gift handed down by the McCaskies in opening their checkbook saying, here's the money and go get the guy. You don't have to Mm. evaluate the greatest pass rusher. He was there for the getting and the Bears got him. Um, That being said, uh, I I do not like what I'm seeing with uh, Nagy to me. If he was a coach of the year last year, they, they need to really put their heads back together and look at this because to me, the guy the guy is an average coach, and he's done. And he's not utilizing his running back. We gave away Jordan Howard, who's doing very well with the Eagles, I might add. He we Yes, he is. Got yes, he is. They did not even run him. What? What's the running plays? We're not even talking about that, guys. Today, we didn't talk much about it, but we were on first and second downs. We're passing the ball when we should have been eating the clock. Once we got the lead, guys.
3: Yeah, you're right, Mike. Mike. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, Mike, let me let me say this to you. As far as I – from last week to this week, our number one offensive running threat, and basically our number one passing threat, is Tariq Cohen. Everything is set off of him in the backfield, the ace backfield, or an offset backfield, or in the slot, or, the, or, or sending him on a wheel route. The looks like the offense is based on him. We're going to run the ball – I guess they hope he's going to, you know, helter-skelter, juke fake, do whatever and run 100 yards for a touchdown or something. I don't know what they're thinking. This guy is should not be your premier back. He should be a slot <coughs> Excuse me. He should be a slot receiver, not the premier
2: running back in the National Football League in the year 2019. Period. Bears ran it today 17 times for 42 yards. That's two and a half yards per carry. You can't have a kid that's 5'6 and weighs 170 pounds
3: in the backfield and he's your main threat. What are you thinking
2: about? What do you think is going to happen? Well, they also put a ton of eggs in the David Montgomery basket. He was 11 carries, say, for 25 yards. And I think it's unfair on the running backs, too, when you're getting manhandled up front, where are you going to go? And by the way, as far as Jordan Howard's concerned, who they gave away for a six-round pick, Jordan Howard today with 13 carries, 62 yards. That's that's nearly five yards a carry, Score touchdown. I, I didn't get you the, know what? The, the, why they had to get rid of him.
0: Okay, Montgomery on the goal line. Remember, he came in there, and the safety hit him, and they stood him up, and he kind of, you know... And they, they tackle him, and then they we went ahead and scored on the next play. OB instantaneously said Jordan Howard would have ran over that guy and scored. Now think about it. Okay, it's just one play, one little microcosm, but still it illustrates the fact that for whatever reason, this coaching staff looks at certain players a certain way and finds a certain value, like in a Trubisky, that may not translate. To what we need and what the team needs. Now back to uh, the, uh, the the callers, Mike. Uh, uh, Mike about the, the drafting. Let's let's put the cheese on the cracker here. No Green Bay joke needed there. Uh, Kevin White, he's a bust. He's out of the league. Okay, he had some some issues. I, well, look, I, I play played with a lot of guys. Overcame a lot. The guy that just got off the phone showed up with a hip cast for eight months, and yet he played nine years. And I'm talking about cause. Okay, Leonard Floyd, on anybody's team, Leonard Floyd would be a third or fourth string outside rush guy. But on our team, we got to play him because, oh, he's a first-round pick. How many plays did he make today? Exactly zero. How about uh, Trubisky? We already know about uh, the Cato Kalin of quarterbacks. Um, it, we're going to f- talk about that later on. But Roquan Smith, and let me tell you something. The Bears have him in all the promotional material. They they're pushing him. Blah blah blah. That kid
3: was awful today. He was I mean awful. awful.
0: And he didn't even play last week because of quote unquote personal problems or reasons or whatever. I'm just telling you. Go back and watch the film. The kid was batted around like a pinball today. And you don't think that the Saints are going to watch that? You don't think that Detroit is going to say, you know, they're going to be licking their chops? And okay, Akeem Hicks. And and Danny Trevathan was great free agent signings. Of course, the Mac deal came out of heaven because the Raiders, you know, they they didn't have money for him. All that being said, when you okay hitting on a uh, you know uh, on a late pick here and there doesn't make your football team a dominant football team. You know, I, I just got to say, Ryan Pace. And, and that was the hidden hand beauty of the Khalil Mack thing, right, Ob? We know for a fact that Ryan Pace couldn't blow two more first round picks because he traded them away. He to get Khalil Mack. Uh,
3: he's scared to That's death. That's the beauty the first of it. That Mike called it. He's scared to death of those one and number one, number two picks. Because I tell you what, since he's been here, it's been a huge failure. And by the way, by the way, let's get back Deshaun, to yeah, Deshaun Watson. What a Clemson! Win the national title? That's correct. Played what, four years? Yep. Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech, a one in a 20 year player. You don't want to take those guys, but what you want to do is take a kid that played one year of college football at North Carolina, and you're going to get him up an entire draft to move up
2: one spot from third to second to draft him. How dare you! Oh, by the way,
0: Deshaun hung up 52 today.
2: 312-981-7200. Let's see, Dan in Round Lake Beach wants to talk about Kyle Long. Go ahead, Dan.
6: Uh, Yes, yeah. Uh, Hi, guys. This is Dan from Round Lake Beach. near the uh, cheddar uh, curtain, if you will. Yeah, why is Kyle Long still playing out there? Uh, Last week, Ferguson did a heck of a lot better job. And um, second of all, we're darn lucky that the tour had a bye week.
2: Well, that's okay, Dan. Appreciate it. Let's 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 focus on the Kyle Long part. The bye weeks still all even out, and it uh, we can all look at the standings right now. But that's it's still very early in the season. Kyle Long's a real deal here, guys. I mean, I don't I don't know he's a problem. And and I got
0: to tell you, huh? I like the guy. Ob, look, we you know I knew Howie back you know years ago, and it was cool that his son you know kind of had a reclamation you know type of. project in his life and and became a first round pick and he made all pro and he was he was a darn good player but you know he's only played half the games each of the last three years that's the problem well but the problem is now he's playing and he's and he's getting the quarterback killed on the play where they call the roughing where chase threw the interception we got the ball back Kyle Long, I'm telling you, that, I mean, that was, he he was a turnstile. And I watched him all day, early in the game, on a run play where they gave it to Montgomery. Kyle was jammed into the backfield. The defensive tackle basically swatted him out of the way and grabbed the running back for a one yard loss. See, that is a, you know, that may happen to a Cody Whitehair there, but Kyle Long, he's 6'6, 320. That can't happen. There's something going on. Now, all that being said, You know, the old, the ankle bones connected to the knee bone and the knees connected to, well, all those things are starting to, to add up. And the attrition of all the years and all the injuries has basically rendered him without the ability to block from a base. Now, you know, I'm just saying, I I played offensive line, you know, in high school. I understand what, what makes him good, what makes him. He can't get into a base where you squat and you have the ability and flexibility to move with power. He can't do it anymore. D- he's standing up.
3: Danny, I think you answered you, you pretty much your own question when you started out. The last three years, he's been really nowhere to be, be found. Why? He's had a lot of injuries. And he, it's taken him a lot of time to come back from all these different injuries. So to come back and try to come in and play a 16-game schedule and be the the guy that you used to be, I think it's going to take a little bit more time. But then again, this game you don't have time. Why? Because there's only 16 games. But boy, he has not played to even close to his ability. And sooner or later, he's going to get one of these quarterbacks or running backs killed.
0: And his replacement, the backup swing guard, is a guy named Ted Larson. Ted Larson's been a Very journeyman. He's 10 years of getting people killed. So I'm just saying, pick your poison. And,
2: and rewinding back to our first caller there, who mentioned Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon was on sidelines today, by the way. He was backing up uh, Derek Carr over there. He's a, he's a Raider. Just just I don't. think Do you remember was, how much money they gave him? Seventy zillion dollars. He, he the dude made eighteen million for four starts. And then you can go back to Cutler. You remember how much money we gave him? Yeah, that was a couple dollars. We too. gave
3: up half of planet Earth to get Cutler here. And a bazillion dollars and
2: look what happened there. I always liked Zilch! I always liked Kyle Orton. Alright, quick timeout, come right back, get your calls rolling three one two. You need
0: to be thrown out the window. You for like that Kyle one. Orton?
2: I Jesus. did like well, overcutty, yes, I did.
3: As, well let me ask you a question. Okay, O B.
2: Why? Why? Because Kyle Orton was at least a leader. Well, Kyle Orton was at least going to come out and be a good teammate. He wasn't going to make it all about himself. Kyle Orton wasn't going to come in here and make eight zillion dollars and go fifty-two and fifty-two. Hamp's going to kill me. I'd rather. No, ca- I'm just saying. No. Yeah, you, hey, but you're right. You We're know what? You know what the problem
0: you. is. And I, I'm, okay, I got to say it. You know, everybody wants to go. Oh, Urlacher. Blah 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 blah. Urlacher should have been a man and thrown Cutler around in the locker room and said, "Hey, stop all the idiocy. Act like a man. Be a man. Go out there and play the game, and don't act like it's all about you." Paul. And if he would have, maybe he would have straightened color out. Nobody else ever did. God, you better believe you. We would have done that. We would have done that. And, Mark and, it
2: down, and and, and normally the Jesus. the quarterback would do that himself. But cutting, well, he wasn't that guy. He needed ninety nine or whoever to do it, and no one ever did. That's a fair point too. But I'm sorry, you, you're but, not, you're not wait, you, when, you're, when your quarterback wait. is the worst oh, leader on the team, uh, that's not going to work. But he's your favorite quarterback. No, he's not my favorite quarterback. My What did you just? I say. said Orton. I would. I wouldn't. Have, people were celebrating because Orton. they trade Kyle Orton out here for cutting. I'm like, I like Kyle Orton. Guy at least had some heart. And he went to Purdue. Well, go boiler up. They had a rough day yesterday. All right. 312 981 7200 720
3: WGN. Is that microphone still working or did Hampton bite it off? It, it ah. works. It's, it's all good.
1: This is the Hampton OB Show with Cause. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Let's
2: get into our Who Brought It today, sponsored by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Illinois, the car you bring to bring through it all.
0: Alan Robinson. Uh, That guy. If not him, your guy, Chase Daniel.
2: I would say Chase Daniel. That would be my
3: guy, even though he threw two interceptions, but I'll tell you what, he stood in the pocket and he made some great, unbelievable throws right on target. He wasn't herky-jerky. He wasn't helter-skelter. He stayed in there and had poise, and he was calm. And I thought he did a pretty damn good job.
2: Seven catches for ninety-seven yards for Allen Robinson, a couple of touchdowns. If that guy played with an elite quarterback, he would put up numbers, big, big. Imagine him playing with Tom Brady. What would Allen Robinson look like? Guys Where's played. It? Guys played with. Uh, who did he have down in Jacksonville? The worst. quarterback I will tell you what. If he, if he would play with one player right now,
3: Aaron Rodgers, because when Aaron Rodgers gets a receiver, he likes. He'll pepper that
2: guy all day long. He's got. He's had Bortles. Trubisky and Daniel, and he's still putting up numbers. By the way, uh, callers, I, yes. callers. Okay, I'll be. I got, I got you. Let's. Your favorite town, Jim in Palatine, is on seven twenty W. Jim, what can't return to? What's up, Jim? <laughs> yep. Go ahead, man.
8: Okay, hey, we're talking about Nagy. I'll start with that one. Uh, you guys do your homework. Go back to his last season with the Chiefs when he went to the uh, playoffs. One and done. He got all the blame for them losing. He was offensive coordinator. His calls, especially in the fourth quarter, that he blew that game, and they were one and done. During an interview with Pace, Pace even brought this up about the play calling, that he was admi- he admired uh, Nagy for uh, admitting that he made some bad calls. So it should be no surprise that Nagy's a bad play caller. Two, the Bears uh, traded away their best running back, Howard. You see what he did against the Packers last week. Two touchdowns, 87 yards. This week, 67 yards. And you know that uh, during Howard's first three years, only two backs had more yards than he did. Curly of the Rams and Ezekiel of the Cowboys. These two guys they got now, Montgomery and Cone, they're a bunch of water bugs. They juke around. They run through the tulips. They can't go
0: tough between the tackles. Uh, there's thanks, a lot of good points. The call, yeah. Jim.
2: I don't know if you would
3: call Jim, him.
0: can't argue with hey, you. Hey, come on. Let's call it what it is. Matt Nagy has lived a pretty charmed life. He held Andy Reid's clipboard and made dinner reservations for Andy at the Blimpo's uh, All-You-Can-Eat Buffet. (laughs) And then he comes here, and he lives off of Vic Fangio. By the way, Vic Fangio can't coach. Well, guess what? He's up 17-zip in San Diego, beating the Chargers today. So that team's getting better. Which way is the Bears going?
2: It's been a rough start, though, for Fangio, but uh, that's that's a team that's not... Quite loaded with the same talent as the Chicago Bears, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Yes, OB? No, you good? Okay, let's go with uh, Pat in Fox. Actually, hold on, Bill. You've been on forever. Let me get you in here in Bowling What's up, Bill? Go ahead.
8: Hi, guys. Just a couple of quick points. One, you're right, Dan. They need somebody in that locker room that could shake the rafters. Two,
4: um, Maggie came in here looking like Don Coriel and now he's going out looking like John Shoup. And hey, we need. You want to send a statement? Put somebody on waivers, and my vote would be for the idiot who tried to block the punt.
0: Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. You know, it's uh, all real comfy and cozy, and uh, everybody, uh, you know, gets to show up and, uh, you know, have little funs and games and all that stuff. This team needs to develop some toughness. It really does. I mean, the defense has been, you know, majority of the time, very good. But you cannot give up ninety seven yard drives in meaningful games. Success, that you got to stop. You got to stop. And they you're, did
3: it last week too, Danny.
0: Yeah, and they did it against the damn uh, Eagles in the playoffs. You know, they gave up a sixty five yard drive with six minutes to go uh, for the Eagles to take the lead. You cannot. If you're a great defense, you cannot give those up.
2: It's pretty amazing that I would say that 99% of of football fans, by the way, in this town did not know the name Kevin Pierre Lewis. And we're just getting calls all about 57, people wanting to cut him. His name is Kevin Pierre Lewis, six year vet. No one knew that name before he rolled into the punter. Well, we you, know what, to know you know what? You
3: now know what's hard yeah. to
2: believe? Uh, you
3: know, you read and you hear people sporting all this about uh, Nagy, that, that they were. Uh, uh, Dan Chase Daniel was at Nagy's offense in Kansas City for three years. Nagy's offense. You ever heard of Reed, the head coach? He's an offensive genius. That guy was a go for. That's exactly what he was. He was a go for. And we hire him. Pace hire him as our head coach. And let me. Tell That's you. a fact. He was a go for. To say that it was his
0: offense that Daniels was under, give me a break. By the way, this week, when queried about why is you know Chase Daniels so much more fluent in the position and knowing what to do, he said, well, he's a vet. He's been around a long time, and he's played a lot of preseason games. So, I swear on a stack of Bibles, the head coach that did not play Trubisky uh, down hardly in the preseason said Chase is a lot better player because He's played a lot of preseason games. Now you go figure that one out.
2: He did name that. I was there when he said it.
3: But I'm going to tell you, does the word regurgitate come to mind on that statement?
2: Let's uh, let's move. Make it up. Let's move on to George, who apparently is at the Palace Grill having lunch. Uh, George, George, yeah. What's what's up, George? Hello,
3: hello, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, Georgie, how you doing? Good, Eddie. How are you?
8: Everybody well. There you go. What What you guys are failing. To say today on the radio is this was a a poorly prepared football team. The coaching staff did not have this team prepared to play football. I'm sorry, from the beginning, the Raiders took it to them. They were a better football team that whole first half, and if the Bears had any chance to win this game they needed to play football in the first half and i'm sorry but i i lay the blame on the coaching staff of this team because they were not prepared to play football today
3: george you echoed you're echoing our 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 words george George, did you just tune into the tune into the show now yeah we've been saying Uh, that for quite a while yeah you must have been in the shrimp
0: cocktail because we (laughs) we said that off off the top and we try not to be redundant
3: I'm sorry, I tuned
8: in just a little bit too late, but you know what? They just didn't play football the first half. The Raiders took it to them the whole first half, and you can't play you can't win football games
7: playing a half of football. And I'm sorry.
3: Next week, George, a- you're absolutely correct. And by the way, I'll see you this week sometime. Have a great day, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my
4: call.
2: Make sure the soup is hot. That's another one of OB's friends. That's your guy, George? He owns the Palace Grill. Uh, I I, I got it. On West Madison, Madison, yeah. Uh, Okay. Very Uh, popular. uh, Number one breakfast place in the city voted. I've been there many times. and, and, and And I'd also like to make mention that we appreciate the call from George. And we have a bye week next week, so we won't be on. But we do expect George to listen to the full show two weeks from now when they play the Saints. You hear that, George? Yeah, that's what we're looking for. We're come on. Full commitment. Let's get uh, Bill in Munster, Indiana. What's up, Bill? Phil, Phil, how you doing, fellas? Go all right, right, Phil. Good
3: to listen to you.
7: Hey, you know, I'll tell you what. You guys all make good points, and I don't want to regurgitate your points, but I'll tell you, watching the Bears a long time, we're whistling in the wind. These guys, he needs to put the quarterback under center. Do you see that kid, Ingold? He's a free agent fullback from, from Wisconsin. That kid was killing people incognito in the center. They were pancaking people. It's ridiculous. He, you can't run 16 plays in the first half, 50 plays for the game. You've got to run at least sixty. He killed the defense. He killed the defense. This this coach, I agree, 100%
2: overrated. Got you, Bill. Appreciate it. I don't know if they're going to go back to old school. I-formation football here, but they don't have the personnel to do it for one. Yeah, the
3: only thing, Phil, is that I have no idea what to expect of this guy from week to week. All I know, he wants to get the obscure offensive plays formations to make, and, I, and, I, and I'll, I've said it before, and I will still keep saying, he wants he wants to rewrite the National Football League, that he has this new way of going to training camp, he has this new way of getting ready for games, it's the nouveau riche, and it's good, the Nagy world, the Nagy offensive world, I'll tell you what, Nagy, you better brace yourself, pal, some dark cards are
2: coming your way. Adam Hogue coming up from London right after the 4.30 news on 720
1: WGN. Daniel with a fake. all season
6: in the end zone has caught two touchdown passes here in the third quarter and
2: the Bears lead for the first time. Campo being up till 6 o'clock as the Raiders beat the Bears 24-21. Let's go across the pond and bring in Adam Hoag, who is our outstanding Bears reporter covering the game today. Hoagie, uh, Interesting Mm -hmm. locker room after the game as uh, I guess Bears fans have learned the name of Kevin Pierre-Lewis who said that uh, he thought he was kind of pushed into the punter, but we've been talking about that and uh, some uh, Bears getting manhandled on both the offensive and defensive lines. What was your take? That was Casper the Ghost that pushed him.
6: Yeah, I I, uh, both was not there for that specific conversation and still have not seen a replay, but I have seen that there's some chatter about that. Look, I I think this game was really uh, lost in the first half on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Um, Certainly, like any other football game, there's a lot of things that you can point at, specific plays here and there. We can talk about that last interception because Chase Daniel kind of explained himself a little bit. But um, I I think the bigger thing, if we're going to zoom out, kind of more big picture, is this team, just on the line of scrimmage in the first half, on both sides, got manhandled. Uh, offensively, I don't think there's any excuse. I mean, they they have all five guys out there. They're the same guys that were playing last year, except there's one switch with James Daniel now at center and Cody Whitehair at left guard, and this has been a theme now for all five games that they cannot get the running game going. Only 40 yards rushing today, and when you consider the problems that they're having at the quarterback position right now, it's just going to be impossible to score enough when you can't run the football. And on the defensive side, at least there's at least there's a, a, a couple excuses. One of which is Keith Hicks got hurt today and, and came out, but still, that's where this game was lost in the first half on the line of scrimmage.
2: Is there anything they can do on the offensive line, Adam? In, in your mind, I mean, are you you want to flip you know, White Aaron Daniel back around? I mean, where are we going? Well, I,
6: first of all, I'm not blaming that. I just brought it up because it's the only it's the only thing that's different. Um so, you know what's funny? That question you just asked me, I asked Matt Nagy. I asked him after the game, you know, what, can you, what are your options here in the bye week? Um, and he just said, we got to play better. And he was, you could tell, extremely annoyed, not with my question, but just that with the idea that this is a, as big of a problem right now as it is for this team. Well, well, uh, you, could, you could see the frustration in his face and hear it in his voice.
3: Adam, you know what? He, he could say that all he wants. You know what? If he's looking for what the biggest problem is, you ought to get him here and take a look at himself. Okay? That's what he ought to do. He's the one that, that's his offense, his direction, his quarterback, his people that he wants out there with pace. Okay? And all they want to do is win a game 9 to 6, 14 to 10, 17 to 12. That's all he's doing. He doesn't want to go after people. He doesn't want to play a big-time offense. You know it, I know it, and every fan in Chicago knows it. This guy will not let this offense spread its wings and take care of the offensive side of it and take care of what the rules are in this game. It's a passing league. It's a passing league. you got to protect the passer, and you got to get receivers that can get separation. Nagy can talk all he wants, all his super special plays, his trick plays, his this, his that, but I'll tell you what, in the long run, it's going to fail, and I agree with you. That's the first thing out of my mouth on this show, what I said, where the game was won and lost, was up front. Offensive and defensive line got their backside handed to them.
6: And and guys, to give you one thing that maybe I would look at in the bye week, because I don't know that there's many solutions here with this offensive line, but... Kyle Longman is just not playing good football right now. And I, I, it was a really small sample size, but I thought when Rashad Coward came in last week, who they've been playing at tackle, but he got his first game action at all in the NFL, I thought he did okay at right guard. So if we're going to talk about some kind of personnel change, I don't think there's many options, but maybe that's something I at least look at is make, because he's a young player. I know they love his athleticism. He used to be a defensive lineman that they moved the offensive side of the ball and maybe, he's, maybe he would be an upgrade. I don't know that. I'm not saying that, but at some point, you got to start looking at some other options.
0: Well, in my estimation, that would be a real good statement. Now, you know, and, and let me just say this. You know, it this has been, and it's a little thing, but the BU nonsense that he has on his chart and everybody thought was so clever and so cool and all that, hey, that go it's antithetical, to the whole concept of a team, don't be you. Be a bear. He ought to have be a bear on that stupid chart, okay? And you don't play stupid football. You get after people. You have a toughness. You don't ask quarter. You don't give quarter. You come off the ball, and it didn't matter. If he you're doesn't the... do that though, no, Dan. No, no. And you would, uh, and as you said, Chase Daniel on that third down and six, going up top and making that nice throw that Anthony Miller caught and, and for thirty two yard That that's big boy football. The quarterback's capable. Why are you not allowing this offense, as OB says, to spread its wings and get after people? Okay, part of the part of the, the subplot is quarterbacks getting killed. Offensive line can't block anybody long enough to give the quarterback time. But all that being said, you make a couple of adjustments. Getting Cal Long out of the line, if he's hurt, if he can't play, get him to where he can get re- rehabbed. But you cannot allow this guy to to handicap the offense any longer.
3: Well, Danny, let me say this: you know, in the passing game, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, and this this is how this coach wants his passing game to go. But I'm going to tell you something: our running game. I don't care who's up front blocking for you. Your featured back is a five foot six, hundred eighty or ninety pound, with ten pounds of weight on him running back, and that's going to be our featured running back for 16 games, and you're supposed to scare people to death? They salivate when they see the Bears. When you put that kid back there, he should be in a slot back or a a flanker back or as a wide out. Not your main featured running back. He is going nowhere. Nowhere, Nagy. You've got people back there, that you drafted, and you're giving big money. To do what? Run the football. Tariq Cohn is a specialist return artist and a wide-out receiver and a flanker back. That's what he is. He certainly to hell is not your featured back runner, and that's what he is. In the ace backfield or the offset backfield, who's the guy? Like, he's going to scare you to death. Give me a break. Well,
6: I will say... And I thought it was interesting because I asked Alan Robinson after the game about the urgency to get this running game going. And he just kept saying, I think our running backs are good. I think our running backs are good. And it was kind of like saying someone needs to open up holes for him because he, I know the coaches think and I know the, the rest of the players think that those guys in the backfield, whether it's David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, whoever, they can run the football – They don't have anywhere to go right now, and the offensive line. That to me, that right now, we can talk about the quarterback, and obviously, but for this team to have any chance the rest of the season, they have to figure out the running game. These guys have to come back from the bye week with much more improved. Somehow, find some improvement there because they got
3: to be able to run the football up front. Today we stunk.
0: Okay, let's flip it over. Our super fabulous, greatest of all time defense gives up. You know, 400 plus yards, 123 to a nondescript running back. At some point, you've got to, and we, okay, Akeem Hicks is a fine player, but, but that should not be the, the, uh, the excuse that, oh, well, Akeem's not in there. Well, no, this defense, for whatever reason, has not shown a, a, an ability to come up with big time plays, big time stops when we need it. Going back to the Eagle game, the sixty five yard touchdown drive, sixty five yard touchdown drive by the Eagles and Nick Foles to to control the the game and beat us uh, last week. You know, I remember the the Redskins in a meaningless game. I mean, it was kind of we couldn't stop them in the fourth quarter most of the time because we were too tired. And everybody goes, "Oh yeah, well,", well I mean. Really? You got your best player, one hundred forty-one million dollar, you know, record on the sideline, two thirds of the ball game today because he's too tired to play. It's just, I, I don't want to say that was strange. Well, but he, but, but again, you know, this defense, in, and snapshots, has been very, very good. But again, a defense is only as, as good as its weakest link. And, and you can't give up these kind of crippling drives. A 97 yard drive by the no name Oakland Raiders when it all mattered, when it all is on the line, you've got to find a way to make a stop. And yeah, that's the end of the show right there, my friend. Yeah. But all I'm saying is we're all waiting, worrying about the offense. I'm saying, what about this defense? I keep hearing, oh, the greatest. You cannot allow people to break your back, especially in games like this. Well, you know,
6: and that's the thing. We saw this last year happen a couple times uh, in games of the Bears lost against the Dolphins, um, where, again, I mean, the, the excuse was they got tired and they weren't making tackles and, you know, whatever it was, the same thing against the Giants and when they had Chase Daniel out there. They, they didn't play as well in that game either. And I guess, I, I guess my takeaway from that is it, there's, I'm not making any excuses at all. What I'm saying is it's just there, you're going to have a game. Because it's the NFL and the players are just too good, then eventually you're going to have a game where you show some cracks, even if you're a great defense like the Bears have. And that's why I, you have to have a more consistent offense. You have to have an offense that can control the football and run the football. And so, Adam, I just, you have start, a coach
3: that won't give these kids the
6: chance. Well, I, it's just I, I keep coming back to the offensive side of the ball because when I look at it, like that's the biggest problem right now. And so, you know, defensively, they're going to be better. They knew after the game that they didn't have as good of a game as they've had in the past. Um, and so I, but I start to wonder, and you guys were in locker rooms, you guys know this, whether they're saying it publicly or not, they know what the problem is. And at what point does the defense, the players on the defense, start getting frustrated with the fact that the offense can't help them out? Now, today. Look, they had a chance. They had a lead in the fourth quarter, and the defense could have made a stop to win the game. So I don't know that this necessarily qualifies as a game where they can be that upset, but it, it, I just wonder if we're going to get to that point. That te- kind of stuff starts to happen after you lose, and now they got two, two weeks for this loss to marinate before they get back on the football field.
2: Adam Hogan, London. Appreciate the time, Hoagie. We'll read you at WGNRadio.com. Last one real fast. Did, anything from Khalil Mack not being on the field late in the, in the football game, any reason given?
6: Um, no, and he did not talk to the media after the game, which um, has happened before, but it's sort of extra notable because you obviously had all these Raiders reporters here too that wanted to talk to him. So, uh, Wouldn't you think somebody would
3: want to talk to him? He makes $141 million, I think, yeah. which equates to $23.5 million a year. Yeah. Should have played at yeah. a different I, time, Obi.
6: I don't... Hey, look, guys, are digging there. on this next... Anybody uh, want was, to cry? No. <laughs> I did see him flexing out his leg at one point, actually in the second quarter, um, on the sideline. So, I, you know, it's the NFL. Everybody's got nagging stuff. I don't know why he was out there late, but... Um,
3: Great play,
6: I wish he'd been in a locker room after the game.
0: Okay, yeah. one last thing. And, and, and you know and I know. You know, you can... You can Say what you want to about the two bad decisions and throws by Chase Daniel. But all that being said, he made an awful lot of great, touch, cool passes. The one to Allen Robinson in the end zone was as good as it gets. I turned to OB and I said, that's pro football. That is great, great, great pro football ability. Now, at some point, you know and I know, it's, we're going to start hearing you know whose name, does this team seem to be kind of lining up, like saying, hey, Chase gives us the best chance to win as long as the coaches don't get in the way?
6: Well, um, again, you You it is completely fair to wonder if behind the scenes players, when they're talking to each other, are having the same conversations that we have here in the media. Um, you know what? I, they're, they're not going to say it publicly, though, obviously. And I'm just going to tell you guys, with, with what Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy have invested in this situation, you may not like him, but Mitch Trubisky is going to be the quarterback when he gets healthy. That's just the way it's going to be.
3: You know, when you, you were talking about uh, Mac, he might have hurt his leg or whatever. All I, when I when I heard that, what, what automatically came to my mind, there was a player by the name of Jack Youngblood. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a defensive end for the Los Angeles Rams. He played in, the, uh, I believe it was the Super Bowl or a playoff game. The week the Super Bowl. He, he, was a, he played in the Super Bowl a couple weeks prior. He broke his leg, and he played in the Super Bowl with Man. a broken leg. Yeah, That's just an insane person. You, you know what's amazing <laughs> there's about a that reference? You want to talk about what that did for the team? There's a guy that wants to win beyond belief, but he played with a broken leg. It was actually broken, and he played.
6: What's amazing about that reference you just made, Obi, is here in London, all the locals have random jerseys. You know, there were a ton of Bears fans here, a lot of Raiders fans, but basically everyone else that just lives here, you know, you'd see a Chiefs jersey here, you'd see, you know, whoever, a Jaguars jersey. I saw a Jack Youngblood jersey today when I was walking around.
3: See not, what not, what did I just have for, yeah. <laughs> fractured left fibula. Nineteen seventy nine.
0: What we're saying is, I don't care about K- Khalil Mack rubbing <laughs> his leg. Yeah, or whatever. That,
3: that, that's the, that's that's the point. You, you heard oh, his leg. I Listen, if it was that bad, he never even should have went back in the game. Should have sat him down. So obviously, he could have played. You know what? Throw caution to the wind, my friend. You're making an awful lot of money. Get the hell out there and play the game.
2: Adam, great stuff. We'll read you, read you at wgnradio.com and talk to you in two weeks.
6: All right, guys. See you be be safe. the bye week. Yeah,
2: be yeah. safe, absolutely. Obi, what'd you play with when you were on the field? Did you ever play hurt? Oh, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> quick time out. I 7... couldn't could name all of them. <laughs> <laughs> quick quick time out. Seven twenty WGN. Little. O- Let him go. Let him play football.
1: It's the Chevy Hamp O.B. Show with Kaz, and it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on seven twenty WGN Radio.
2: With you till six o'clock on seven twenty WGN. Just in case we're running out of energy here, Hampo just reloaded with some Bartolini's restaurant catering and banquets. With all their, uh, you can watch all the games in their newly renovated bar and dining room. Twenty four beers on oh, tap, right. many local brews. Oh, uh, be Ample, you feel refreshed after a little Bartolini's little juice there.
0: Well, what? Here's the thing: you're thinking Bartolini's. It's all Italian food. Hey, the barbecued meatballs today, and they had barbecue shrimp with bacon. Uh, it was wrapped with bacon. I mean, it's part of my three major food groups right there: bacon, <laughs> sauce, and shrimp. And. Right now, I'm enjoying one of these delicious minute. apple turnovers. Wait it's off the charts, folks.
3: There's, there's a reason why I call him the big man, okay?
2: <laughs> the big man is is, is, is reloading as we is speak
3: a here. engulfing.
2: How many desserts do you have today, OB? None. None. Wow. None. Big move by you.
3: None, none. All right. What, well. what do you mean? Like, I don't need a lot of desserts. Oh, my God. No, no. Don't say that. I'm okay. telling you, okay. I don't. Okay, okay, okay. If,
2: he does. If, if Ann's listening, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want uh, to no. rat you out that and you're smiling. But Hampton, he's the man that eats uh, all of them. Uh, okay, let's do the defensive player of the game, which is sponsored by your Chicago Land and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Defensive player of the game
0: today. It has to be uh, Danny Trevathan, but with an honorable mention to Sherrick McManus for. That- a- Peanut punch at the goal line to stop the Raiders and get the ball.
2: That was tremendous uh, defensive player of the game action around the Apple turnover. 11 tackles for Trevathan all over the field. 59 was outstanding well, again. Uh,
3: you know, for for being mentally mentally ready to do that, to come in there, and he, he knows the guy's going in for a score, and he saw it, and he thought he'd just take the shot at it and he did it.
2: And it worked. Yep, yep. It's, I thought... Uh... The, the play that you mentioned by McManus at the goal line, and here's a guy who's not out there all the time. That was, no, that was a huge moment.
0: You know, and in, a, in an abstract way, he epitomizes those kind of guys on the roster that nobody knows their name, but he'll make six plays a, a, a year that are difference makers. I think he's already... Um, I think he got a, a fumble earlier in this season, but every year he makes a huge play here and there and as far as Danny Trevathan, if you think Roquan Smith is all that and a bag of chips... That
3: kid was missing in action today, big oh, time.
0: he's getting battered, right? Watch Danny he, Trevathan. He knows how to play the game the right way.
3: Danny, watching Roquan Smith today, because I did. I kept my eye on him a little bit more because the guy has whatever the hell his problems are. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. He he played an awful football game. He did He wouldn't engage. He wouldn't take on people. The complete opposite of Trevathian. Exactly. He just wouldn't engage, and he's had tr- he's half trotting, half speed, trying to go to to tackle somebody. I'm saw it. That's what I saw. Hey,
0: hey, and it's it's Leonard Ford most of the time. But here's the thing: it really kills OB to, to call out Roquan because he's on the Roquan's show a lot, so <laughs> he wants to make sure he doesn't well, get he- that confused.
2: Well you're on tomorrow morning with uh, Justin Coffin Is in for Steve Cochran. At what time Hampo? 7-10. Uh, and then you're on with uh, Roquan. 4-40 in the afternoon. Roquan Smith, Roquan show at 4-40. At uh, it it Anna DeVlantes. DeVlantes. Anna DeVlantes and she is a beautiful
3: lady she by the way. She
2: absolutely is. Kevin.
3: Not,
0: it, it, she is, but didn't look as good as that Apple turnover. It just did. <laughs> All
2: right, let's get Folks, to, that's why I call him the big man, let, and he it. is a big man. News coming up at 30 seconds, 720
0: WGN. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. you got to demand it. Back
1: to the Chevy Hampton OV Show with cars. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Right now on WGN Radio.
2: Just checking in. Bears lose to the Raiders 24-21. Bears were down 17-zip at the half. They came roaring back in the third quarter. Some huge plays, getting some turnovers, and big punt return from Tariq Cohn. Went up 21-17. Raiders got the ball back with a little under eight minutes to go in the football game today. They went 97 yards and we were able to get in the end zone, and the Bears were picked off on their last possession. Chase Daniel picked off, and that was the football game. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. 981 Hample, you want to take some calls? Let's do it. I believe it's David in Old Town. I believe this is my brother, and it's his birthday, and he's never called the show before. An avid listener to and OB. Brother Dave, welcome to WGN, my friend.
5: Well, thanks, Brother Mark. Uh,. You know, first of all, I want to thank OB and Hamp, and I guess Kaz dropped off, but I want to thank you guys for doing your best to keep my brother in line.
0: We haven't thrown him out the window in a, in a long time, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, because you guys birthday. are the superstars. You excel at the game.
5: You would think my brother would be more deferential and show you guys a little bit more respect. You oh know what I mean? Oh, my God.
2: What, now, I'm, now I'm getting uncomfortable. What's your, what's your best point, brother Dave? What do you got? Well, it would have been nice if the Bears won the game, but uh, what bothers me the most
5: is uh, you can't have watched that game, and I think think the Bears are qualified to go to the Super Bowl this year, let alone win it. They didn't just get outplayed by the Raiders. Uh, They got dominated, and I don't think anybody's expecting the Raiders to win the Super Bowl this year. So I have a couple questions. One is, uh, you know, Obi talked about them losing the battle of the line of scrimmage. Is it because the Bears' offensive line is that subpar and or the Raiders have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL? And also I'm wondering how they would rate this fair defense compared to some of the other great bear defenses like the 85 or 63 because, you know, they let them score that 97-yard drive. I don't think those defenses would have let that drive happen.
2: Brother Dave, happy birthday, brother.
3: I'll answer the last part. When you win a world championship, then I'll sit and talk to anybody about it. Until then, no. No, they're not. Win what it's all about. That's the reason why you're out there, to be a world champion. So when somebody wins it, then we'll talk about it.
0: Let me just say this, OB. You know, moment in time. It's about making plays. It's about being up to the moment. Think back. Last year in January, the Philadelphia Eagles, playing with their backup, Nick Foles, okay. Pretty good player. You're talking about
3: the playoff game here in Soldier Field.
0: But think about this. Our defense... Everybody was like, oh, wow, it's a great, great, great defense, great defense. If they stop them on that fourth quarter drive, if they stop them, we win the game, okay? We don't get down to the, you know, the nonsense with the double doink and all that crap. We stop them, we win the game, we go to the next round. Remember, who was in it last year? The Rams. We had already killed the Rams. So when you start talking apples to apples on a given day, a cold weather uh, situation, we had every reason to believe we could have went to the Super Bowl last year. But what happened? Our defense, they're supposed to be so great, everybody wants to throw the roses at them. They didn't get it done. It was a 12-play, 65-yard drive right up our address in the fourth quarter. And then again today, we we find a way to stop a 97-yard drive by the nobody Raiders, then we're 4-1, and one, sitting pretty. But guess what? At some point you got to start saying, oh, yeah, all the bells and whistles look good, but can they be there when you need them? That's what OB's talking about. When you win a world championship, then we'll come talk. talk to him.
3: Well, then we'll talk. You know, I, it might be kind of a answer that you're really not looking forward to, but I'll tell you, that is the answer.
2: Right now, are they? No. Well, the, the 85, uh, you know,
3: obviously. Forget
0: the 85. I'm just saying, if they would have been able to drop them and make a stop, yeah. Who knows what would have happened the next week in the playoffs? And that,
3: a, that game at have home, have a
0: championship game
3: against Philadelphia. We hadn't been to playoffs in eight or ten years. You're at home. You got everything on this planet Earth going for you last year. Okay, and you let it slip by. If you're a great offense, if you're a great defense, and you've got the coaches, you should have never lost that game. Never.
2: That was a, that was a boarded criminal to me. Well. And the Bears organization believes if they win that game that they're going to the Super Bowl. That's what. That's what. That's ma- what
0: I'm saying. Moment yeah. in time, but guess what? You got to do, do it. Right. They didn't do it. You got do it. They didn't do it today. That's our point. That's our point. Quit saying they're great. They got to do something first. You know, it's like uh, the Cato Calen quarterback. He's always hanging around, never done anything, but everybody knows who he is. Stop it.
2: <laughs> Let's get Pat Fox Lake on here at 7:20 WGN. What's up, Pat? Thanks for your patience, but yeah, I think one of the
7: big problems with the defense is they are so poorly out of shape and conditioned. I mean, the, the television, the panoramic view during that first drive and we were getting shoved all over, there was 13 minutes left in the first quarter, and Mack and Floyd are already walking around with their hands on their hips. They're already gassed. You can it's, see that, yeah. Don't they? Don't they do any conditioning, Hemp? I mean, your buddy McMichael summed it up best. There's nothing in the players' union agreement that says you can't run them until they trip over their tongues. It, it, it's time to do that. They, they're, well, they're, they don't got the
3: gas, and it no just gets around.
0: It's almost like, oh, we don't want to upset anybody. We all want to make sure we uh, have enough hydration breaks during practice. Let me tell you one thing, Ob, and I told this story. Might as well tell it again. So it was like, uh, my rookie year and it was October and it's kind of hot. And we're driving the sled around Prague. Everybody else standing around on the, you know, pointing and talking and we're driving the sled around and the coach is blowing a whistle. He was like a slave driver. Come on. Anyway, and I scream, Hey, make those other guys do something. And Buddy Ron yells, shut up, big rook. Anyway, so during team period, about 30 minutes later, he comes up to me and goes, you need to understand one thing when a team has got a lead in the fourth quarter and you've got to rush the passer you got to be in the best shape of anybody on the field do you understand and i said yes sir and he says shut your mouth and anything we ask you to do you do and understand there's a reason why we never ever forgot that and let me tell you something i pointed this out and you know what guess what the preseason does matter But no, no, that's old school. That's the old, you know, that's the buggy whip thing. No, it isn't. It's about having enough discipline and pride to make sure you're in shape. And you know what? If the stupid coach ain't got the balls to tell you to get out there and run, you ought to do it yourself. I'm telling you, this is, it's almost criminal. This team has got an awful lot of reasons to believe. Then we see this nonsense today, and you start saying to yourself, you know what? They haven't paid a price. And until they do, don't come talk to me about Super Bowl. Three one
3: two
2: nine eight one. Go ahead. Obi. Yeah, I'm
3: just saying. Well, people, listen. If, if if this continues, what happened today, in the very near future here, if this continues, you know they're not going to start looking at the players. You know it's obvious what's going on on the field. They're start look at these coaches, okay. And then who's who's really going to be the target is Nagy. Nagy believes you don't have to do anything in training camp. Of all people on a football team that should be out there working, trying to get better, is the quarterback. This kid doesn't play. He play, He went in for three snaps the entire exhibition season to hand off the ball three times. None of the people played. And this kid struggles at quarterback. He should have been there a quarter, a quarter, a half, and then three quarters of the four exhibition games. So I'm going to say this. What, what, Who, what, what, Dan, what, 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 Dan, hold on. Let me, let me finish here. You, you know, you, you mentioned about the players. I'm first going to have to put it on the coach's head. On the coaches. And who's the head coach, Nagy? You come into training camp, you're going to work out, you're going to do everything before you get there to be the best shape you can. Then you've got to go, you've got to play the games to get in playing shape. It's totally and completely different than being in what you think is great physical shape. Because you're not. Because there's a huge difference. Now, should some of these papers, p- players? Excuse me. Know the difference, and should they put the extra work in on themselves? Yes, I think they should have. But Danny, it falls right on Nagy and the coach's head. Amen. How the hell do you go out, go to training camp, and watch day after day, week week after week, four exhibition games, pre-camp, pre-everything, and you do nothing? You do absolutely nothing, and that's and then you come out here and you play terrible, and we've got defensive players and some off- offensive players sucking air out there, this is the fifth
0: game. My God, we're taking players out on defense because they can't breathe. Do you remember back the Denver game? It wasn't at the Denver game that we had to call a timeout because Mac couldn't play? Right, they did. He walked. I've never over. heard of it. No, Nagy Buddy, Buddy Ryan rolled over in his grave.
3: Yeah, that's when Nagy walked over to to the
0: defensive coach and talk to him, and then they call the timeout. Okay, one other thing. The defensive line, they're not in shape. We all know it. Okay, call it what it is. Whose fault is that? Number two, quarterback. He doesn't know how to play his position because he hasn't been properly, fundamentally schooled enough. And guess what else? The offensive line's not blocking anybody. Mm, I wonder why. They were blocking dummies really nice, all training camp. But now you got real live 300-pounders coming at your quarterback, killing him. Already put one out. We're going to put the, the the little guy out. And what are we doing? Oh, we're going to talk about it and draw up some more uh, blocking schemes. You know, They didn't do a damn thing in, tra- in preseason or training camp. And guess what? They're paying for it today.
3: You know what? That can't be said enough, Dan. And I know maybe the things maybe that we're over-talking or overdoing. No, we're not, well, folks. Well,
0: turn to some of the fan base, you know, the, 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 uh, the butt-kissers <clears throat> down the dial. <clears> throat> we're throat> telling you what the real problems are.
3: <clears throat> what the problem is, I mean, what you should see, is 16 games. <clears throat> Excuse me, 16 games. And that's right in front of you. And you got to be in shape from the get-go. Get ready to go. And I don't know what, what this coach is thinking about. He, and I keep saying he tries to be the nouveau riche, the super mental genius in this game that he's going to change everything around. What you, yeah, you've changed everything around, my friend. You've taken a team from last year to when, when we, we've gotten the playoffs for the first what time in what eight or 10 year and all the games. The last year we won one game on offense and that was against Tampa Bay. The defense was there and won us the other 11 games. I, I, you get It gets to the point where you look at this guy, and and they go to training camp, and they, they talk about, oh, well, uh, Trubisky threw an 80-yard touchdown pass in dummy practice. They guys, folks, they did nothing. And what you saw today, they were sucking air. They weren't in shape. And I'll tell you what, I don't know what's going to happen here, but... I, we got
2: there. There's some really tough teams coming in town. Let's take a quick time out here. We'll get your calls in. Why for, we're rolling? I, 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 I want to talk about where, what it's going to look like, the challenges for Michigan. Co- we got to get hold, to the
0: phones, too, hold, hold folks. Here, don't don't let go. What hold. happened
2: I, again? No. What did they do in training camp? What
3: did they do in practice? What did they do in meetings? And what you've seen the first five games of what is, is exactly what they've done. If they haven't gotten all the breaks, we might not even
2: have won a damn game this year. For news at ten, watch WGN, Michael Matera, Joe Donlin, Dan Roan, and Chicago's most trusted meteorologist, Tom Skilling. For TV News at ten, watch Chicago's very own WGN. The quarterback is probably coming back after the bye week, so I'd like to see what you guys have to say about that. Seven twenty WGN.
0: Hey, put the ether
1: can down for a second. It's the Chevy Hampton OB Show with cars. And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio.
2: Check out the scores today. By the way, Green Bay is rolling right now. 17-zip up on the Cowboys in the third quarter. Uh, the Texans... 24-zip. 20, the, 24 24-zip. 24 they just got the end zone again. 24-zip. All right, then. Green Bay is going to be 4 and one Houston beat the Falcons today, 53-32. That guy, Deshaun Watson, who... Not Mahomes,
0: the not, other guy we passed we,
2: on. We have talked about Mahomes a, a couple times. He's tonight. A couple times. i got
0: to go to the bathroom before the game starts, because I ain't leaving the, <laughs> the, uh, the the chair once he's playing. i got to watch him.
2: Can't sit in the Colts tonight. But you talking Deshaun Watson is the other guy we passed on. Right. He he
0: was, too smart to pick.
2: He was 28-33 of 33 today, 426 yards, five touchdown passes, Quarterback rating, that would be 158.3. Hampo? Wow.
3: Uh, you guys don't yeah, really talk. Go. We got your <laughs> so, All right, let me
2: get you Gene. Know. Let me get Gene. I Cato Kalen. Yeah, let me get Gene and Palatine on 720 WGN. What's up, Gene?
6: Thanks. Hi, guys. I got a couple of comments. Uh, I'm sure you guys
2: know uh, Hub Arkush. He had written
6: a couple articles this past week about the, uh, the fact that the Raiders had been out in London for a week before the game and the bears were only out there for three days. And it appeared to be evident the bears were gassed even in the first quarter. Um, what about your thoughts are about that. Also, uh, uh, I understand that Dan was out at the Senior Citizen Center out in
8: Arlington a couple weeks ago. And, uh, Dan, did you t- say that that is uh, an old fossil and that you're better
0: looking? <laughs> no. You know I will find you if you <laughs> want to say something that ridiculous. <laughs> I never said that i uh i will tell you this there was a lot of really nice people out there but uh why would i ever say something like that right, obi when, when you're this guy he inducted me in the hall of fame are you kidding me there was a look on obi's face right yeah. he's kind of
2: trying to figure out did he say that i'm not yeah. exactly sure if he did no, or did not. not no i think
0: did. somebody's trying to be funny yeah all right,
2: all right let's get john in bridgeview on 720 channel what's up john
8: Hi guys. Uh thank you for taking my call. Uh OB, you kinda, you know, took my thunder away when you said that uh Don't let it roar. I blame these two losses totally on Nagy for a simple reason he does not know how to prepare his team. Not at all. And the reason why I say that is uh, number one, like you said, you've got to practice and give them actual getting practice in the preseason games. They've got to play. It's as simple as that. They got to play, and then the second one that's lost today, and it wasn't three days that they that they got to practice uh, this last game. They got in Friday night. They got one day of practice. Then you got to acclimate. You know, in London, you got to give yourself some time to, you know, to adjust.
2: Yeah, John, we appreciate the phone call. A lot of people are texting in about when they went over. Most teams go over when the Bears. I did believe it. they left Wednesday night, Thursday night. Thur- it was Thursday, they, night. they, they
0: went thir- it was six o'clock. They, Thursday they
2: night. flew Thursday night. They got in. They had their first practice the next day. That's the hardest one, and they're supposedly acclimated. Most teams go over then. The Raiders went early. They're also on the West Coast. It's a bigger time change. I don't think that had anything to do with what happened today. Let me t-
0: Okay, here's do something you guys- else you want to, you want to talk about. You know, and this Mickey Mouse, oh, excuse of, oh, well, the time changed, blah, blah, blah. Look, they land, they took off at six. They landed before midnight, which would be like five or six a.m. By the time they get to the hotel, put your stuff in a room. We're going to go practice. Stay up. You got to stay up, stay up. And then you go to sleep. Now, technically, your body clock is Pretty close to being back on it. But it didn't preclude the fact that we didn't do anything during the week as far as getting in shape because we weren't in shape. It didn't preclude anything about getting the team mentally prepared because the Raiders were vastly superior to us and their, their, their plan, their execution, their emotion, their, they, they, they beat us to death at the line of scrimmage. And you can't hide behind a jet lag excuse. But let me just tell you this: the the Raiders, and I, this ought to be I, this is criminal. They will not have played a home game in their stadium, Oakland uh, Oakland Alameda Coliseum, during a span of forty eight days. They played in Indianapolis last week. Rather than go all the way back to the Colts, they went on and flew to London after they beat the Colts. But, that being said, they won't play back in Oakland as a home game until November. So, you know, stop crying me all this nonsense about time and acclimation and all that. These guys, like I said, they're living out of a suitcase. And yet, it didn't stop them from being ready to kick somebody in the head today.
2: Let's get into news, and we'll continue that conversation and the quarterback coming up after 5.30, 7.20 WGN. Hey.
1: This is the Hampton OB Show with Coz. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720
2: WGN. Talking during the break, Hampton OB with Coz. Taking it up to 6 o'clock, 720 WGN. Get to the calls in one second. So second. Let's say Mitch Trubisky plays after the bye week and he's back out there against the New Orleans Saints. He's going to be, I don't know what that left shoulder is going to be. Let's say it's 60%. So he's going to be afraid to run, you would think. He doesn't want to take contact there. And for a guy who's not the most accurate passer of all time, he's dealing with a shoulder that he's not as comfortable with as normal. To me, that sounds like a pretty large challenge.
0: Okay, tape your left hand to your stomach and try to throw the ball without using your left arm. Right, it's almost like a, a counterbalance fulcrum. The great ones they drive the left elbow down and it pulls the right shoulder through the throw. Figure it out. It's it it, it recipe for disaster.
3: I have another way to look at that. Oh, you. Oh, this is the OB. why would you want to take him out, Chase? If you're if you're no, Trubisky. Why would you want to take him out of the game? Oh, if you're the if he came back, wouldn't you want that guy in there throwing a football? Well, that's, that's,
2: the other, that's the other side of it. That's the May, way I look maybe at it. Maybe Sean Payton come do everything
3: like, to protect him, to keep him
2: going.
0: So it would be like he's the punter, and our guys are like, whatever you do, don't touch the punter. Except we didn't kind of get that done today. Don't rush the quarterback. Let's yeah. just pick him off as many yeah, times as possible. Exactly.
3: <laughs> you got it. <laughs> You got it, wow. and then you
0: go a two man line because you know he ain't going to run because he's scared of his owie. And now you got nine in coverage. Good plan, Mark. We'll put him back in.
2: Uh, all right, let's. Uh, I'm the one that said that, uh, be You you did. You get that credit. I, we'll see. I, I'm I'm expecting him to be back against the Saints. Do you guys? You think you will be? I would say it's a good four weeks. I don't think if if it's
3: iffy, if he's iffy, you got to keep him out. You, you you can't put the kid in there if he cannot legitimately go like Dan said. Throw a coordinated a spiral a burner in there like a 10, 12 yard fifteen yard burner.
2: If he can't do it, you can't play him. You can't three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred phone number. What happens if he can do that? But he's but there's there's a increased worry that if he gets cracked, that shoulder's gonna be... well he's gonna get cracked if he comes right. in and he gets ready to play.
3: You know he's free bait, my friend. You go after him.
0: What if Allen Robinson and and the rest of the receivers tape him to the locker?
3: (laughs) There's always
2: that possibility, too. Uh, Chip in Glenview.
0: Where's he at? uh,
5: We didn't (laughs) see him. Oh, my God. Listen, guys. The whole Watson thing, don't get me started. I was on my hands and knees. He was right there. Whether I knew Mahomes was going to be that good or not, Watson we knew was good. He beat. Alabama twice. He was right there. We wouldn't even have to give anybody up. Now we're dealing. We're using a third string quarterback in all for all purposes because our first string quarterback, a second string quarterback. Now it don't matter if he comes back. We know Trubisky's no good. Uh, Ryan Pace has got a free pass in this town. I don't know how, but he's gotten a free pass. He's wasted so many draft picks. Now we don't have any picks left. He hires an assistant coach, genius, offensive guy, whose best offense was his defense last year. Adam Shaheen, Why are, the reason we're keeping him, because Pace will look even worse if we cut him. He's no good. Long needs to go. He should have been cut. He should have been cut a long time ago, but when he hit a guy over the head with his helmet because the kid was beating him in practice, he should have been cut. You know? This team, when I was there at that hundred year thing. I heard you guys talking. You challenged them. You said, this don't come around too often. You got a defense like this. You got to, you got to go to the Super Bowl. You only get one year. Look at what's happened. You can't even beat the Oakland Raiders. They manhandled this up front. Not prepared. Out of shape. We still aren't in shape four or five weeks in the season. Chip, you feel better?
2: You feel better. Forget
5: we wasted the whole preseason. Yeah, I feel better, but you guys are great. I, you know what? When they lose, I know it's going to be a great postgame. So thank you very much. You made my day.
2: Thanks, Chip. Appreciate you. Well, I'll tell you what, Chip was all fired up. Chip was fired, fired up.
3: I'll tell you what, he wasn't too off-center anywhere really along There's his whole spiel right there. He caught it and, and talking about pace. That was the big thing, you know. How do you pass again two quarterbacks like that and done what they've done? One at Texas Tech, one at Clemson, and pass those two guys up and trade up and give away basically an entire draft to move up one spot. That again, I, I that I, I still have the damn this time trying to fathom how stupid, how stupid could you be? Do that,
0: no, and and that is on the same weekend bender of signing uh Glennon to a guaranteed 18 or 20 million,
3: guaranteed 18 million dollars, folks.
0: And and that, and I mean, Pace did that. Hey, that's wrecking that's wrecking your car going back home and getting the wise Corvette and then taking it out and wrecking it. How do you crawl out of that wreckage?
2: So I was reading a a blogger over the weekend. This was sent to me. This was written two years ago. All right, two years ago on Mitch Trubisky. This is before the draft. Before the draft. What is the fuss about Mitch Trubisky? What did he do that's so special? He plays in a spread offense that inflates stats but doesn't have 4,000 yards passing or 1,000 yards rushing. So he's in this spread offense, doesn't have either of those. He was never a threat to win the Heisman, nor was his team a national championship contender. He does have 30 touchdowns and six interceptions, but that was a product of his system making a living on bubble screens and slants, and he doesn't put the ball in harm's way very much. But at 6'3", 220 pounds, he has good size, arm strength, and mobility, and that, those three things are, seem to be the most overrated traits quarterback prospects seem to have.
3: I'm just going to tell you, I'll take it a step further from what, what, uh, what that fellow said, okay? Pace eventually is going to get out of here. Okay, How he's going to go, I'll ever know. But he will never be hired as a general manager in the National Football League for that blunder and that blunder alone. If I own a club and you came to me and said, you want to hire him as our general manager, that that would be no. And I'll tell you another thing. What team is going to hire Nagy as a head coach? Because I'll tell you what, things don't work out here because these guys – were given a pretty good football team. They were given a great defense, a pretty good offensive line that was workable, and you went ahead and got that quarterback. I'll tell you what, if Nagy, if he gets canned and the other guy gets canned, I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee you Nagy will never be a head coach in the National Football League and Pace will never be a general manager on that draft alone. And what Nagy has done as a head coach here, which is hide a kid,
2: try to make something happen that he knows can't make happen. Let me just read one more line, too. If you look at his game against Stanford, you can rattle him and confuse him. He already isn't relied on to make pre-snap reads, to change the play or protections. All of his plays come from a dummy card on the sideline, whereas to choose one from a handful... Well, here these are all things that he's struggling with now. All right, you right? know what, what brings up Dan Hampton.
0: But wait, a a wee- wait
3: hold on, what? Dan. A week or two ago, Dan Hampton brought up the fact. I think no, when he got hurt, yeah, a couple weeks ago when he got hurt, and you see him, he, he gets herky jerky. He's herky jerky in the in the pocket. Okay, he struggles really actually to find. He can find the number one receiver. He locks. He in. struggles to find the second and third and the out. And the, and, the, and the relief, the outside, you know the relief to the back or to the tight end out in the flat? He struggles with that. And that's what makes his indecisions. That's what makes his poor throws, and Danny pointed that
2: out. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. I thought this, this, this piece was written by a guy by the name of Carl Cockerham at, at Fansided, and it's like, you just nailed everything, man. Good job for you. Kenny in Edison Park, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Uh, Can you hear me okay? We got you, Kenny. Go ahead. All right, good. Uh, Quick uh, compliment
6: uh, and uh, uh, saying the same as the last guy in that there's nothing better than two things in the Bear games. One is after a loss, listening to, listen to OB and God rest his soul, the phone and now the Danimal, the best, the best, the best. Uh, the other thing is I, I quite honestly love listening to Tom Thayer on one of your counter stations during the game, which is how I listened to the game today while I was playing golf. So I didn't really see the game, but I did jump into a bar for the last minute. And I'm wondering, you guys sounded like you were really complimentary towards uh the kid as you call him our quarterback until what was that last pass he was moving along nice we got the greatest field goal kicker in the world now yeah and anyway you know he was moving along nice and then he threw this freaking jump ball up what was that
2: it seemed like a miscommunication with him and miller and thanks for the call kenny but that was not a great ending for sure okay I, I mean i don't know what I, we, we could play we could play what he said about it i haven't, I haven't heard what chase daniel had to okay say.
0: Hey, hey stick by uh, stand by and we're gonna play uh chase daniel and his post game comments and as soon as it happened i said a receiver quit on a route now let me just tell you this a lot of times in those type of situations now here's the thing ob that is so infuriating you can't do that, and you can't duplicate that in practice. You can't duplicate it in training camp. It has to be in a game where the clock's winding down. It's a must drive, and it's a two-minute drill, and everything you have to know. A lot of those are option routes, and versus certain coverages, there is a pre-conceived decision. That we are going. If they go single high or or, or, or cover three, we're going to do this, and it means that a receiver has to run an appropriate route. Now, if it's it's cover two, they got to do something else. So the quarterback and the receivers have to be in sync, and you have to do this over and over and over again, and drill it into their heads so it's second nature. They're not thinking; they're reacting. It looked to me like Anthony Miller, who obviously. You know, was not at his best today. He he quit on a route, or or, or turned it, you know, or basically, you know, squared it off, or whatever. So there was miscommunication. Was it the receiver making the mistake, or is it the quarterback throwing the ball where he expected a receiver to go to? We will find out. But all that means, why the hell weren't they doing this in the preseason games? Why wouldn't they start the preseason games with two-minute drills with a first-team offense, do about three of those, and then say, okay, give it to the to the uh, the bench, let them take over. Get something out of it. But no, we're too smart. We we just uh, laugh and giggle on the sideline and uh, put our ball caps on.
2: Daniel's comment on it. Yeah, we want that one back. That's one of our stable plays. We made a check at the end. They made a better play. The whole game, they were pretty tight on our outside receivers, and I'm not even sure who intercepted it, but the corner – I thought I was supposed to have Javon Williams. Really fell off. I saw the nickel falling off. Anthony took a little lower than what I wanted, and that's just completely on me.
0: Okay, he he stepped up like a man and said, "Okay, I didn't throw the pass, technically, you know, and avoid the uh, interception." But he's trying to make a play. You know, the clock's ticking. You got to move the ball. You're expecting people to be certain places at the, you know. And again, these things are are are. Uh, you know, the, the, you have to prepare for them. You know, and Dickie, you say you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Well, guess what? We prepared to fail. We, we failed to prepare for these uh, issues, and now we're failing. So, what's the big secret?
2: Let's get John and Fox like real quick here, and then we'll get uh, we'll, we'll look ahead to after the bye week. John, welcome to WGN. Go ahead, man. Uh, Hi, guys. You know what frustrates me as a Bears fan?
4: You know, take away this game, but. We just don't dominate year
5: after year after year. I look at the Packers. I don't know what it is about that organization. It's like you just add different pieces and they just win. I mean,
4: they had a whole turnover of a coaching staff. I get it. They have Aaron Rodgers. But it's something about the way that organization is built. They just win. And we have these streaks where, yeah, we might have one good year and what have you. But then we fall backwards. I just wish that the Chicago Bears would be more
6: in tune of like how the Packers are. Let's just dominate. I don't know what we need to do. I just want your guys' overall okay. comments. There, there right. might be a lot in there, but thanks, guys. It's, thanks,
0: it's about decisions. Decisions have repercussions. Trubisky instead of Deshaun Watson. Trubisky instead of Patrick Mahomes. Ryan Pace instead of Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy is the general manager up there. Before him, it was Thompson, who was there forever during the, the transition from the Brett Barr era where they won a Super Bowl to the Aaron Rodgers era where they have won a Super Bowl. And the hand behind the scene is, and was Bob Harlan, who made a lot of these decisions, and who's making the decisions at the top of the chain up in uh, Lake Forest? Do the math. And for the record, just look, Green
2: Bay has had a great run, but they've had two of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the Which game.
0: Which we could have had one in Patrick Mahomes, right. If we would have had a head out of you know where.
2: But they only they, if they you, if that organization was humming, they should have one more. You they, know, what, they, they're you, not the Patriots. Is what you I'm, know What, is what I, I'm getting at.
3: You, th- sooner or later, this Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson thing is going to haunt. Matt Nagy, I think it's and especially Pace. I mean, it's going to haunt him. Because if we start going south, we start losing games, and you see Deshaun Watson doing what he's doing, and you see Patrick Mahomes doing what he's doing, second or third year in the league, he's already the MVP. What they've been doing and what this guy, pasted to get Trubisky... This is got, We're going to have some dark days coming here if things don't lighten up here a little bit. And the one thing that the only way I think Nagy can do this, he's got to let, if it's Trubisky or Daniels, open this offensive game up. My God, you've been playing it for two years close to the vest. Two-yard passes, one-yard passes. It's enough already. Play the game the way it's supposed to be played. you got a defense that you can win a Super Bowl with. You can get there with this defense. They need you,
2: offense. Nagy, let them play football, you knucklehead. Quick timeout, 720 WGN. Chicago's very own. Wrap it up. Hample B and Kaz, thanks to Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets, 144th and Pulaski. Home of the Bartolini 10-pound meatball sandwich challenge. And this is a good tune.
0: The baddest team alive. When they hit, just keep on coming. <laughs> All right, let's, let's hear the quarterback. Uh, you want to hear the quarterback? Yeah, I want to hear him. He, I mean, he gave us every chance in, to win. In
3: case you folks don't know what that music is, that's Dan Hanton's group, the Chicago Six. The 85 world champion
2: Bears. And they are very good. When, when's the next uh, performance coming, up?
0: Uh, we had one last night. This Friday in uh, Indiana. Over by the palatial uh, retreat of one Ed Obradovich. <laughs> North Shore Club or someplace <laughs> over there.
2: Who's, who's in the crew? For those who don't know?
0: Ah, uh, uh, Steve McMichael, myself, and uh, four great musicians. Oh,
2: it's a beautiful thing. Hey, uh, visit Bartolini's at bartolini's dot com. You get more information there. Bartolini's restaurant, catering, and banquets. All right, guys. Do we have a little bit of? Uh, let's get some. You want to hear from Chase Daniel? I was
0: just gonna say. I mean, you know, the kid gave us a, a, a chance to win. And again. You you know everybody wants to point to that interception it was a 97 yard touchdown drive that was the backbreaker
2: All right here we go here is the quarterback today at least of your Chicago Bears Chase Daniel after the game
1: It looked like a
6: on the Yeah I mean that's
2: that's one we want back that's one of our stable plays we we made a check and and uh, you know at the end they made a they made a better play they you know the whole game they were um, pretty tight on our outside receivers and um you know, I'm not even sure who intercepted, but the corner who um, really I thought was supposed to have Javon Williams really fell off. Uh, I saw the nickel falling off. Um, you know, Anthony took it a little lower than I wanted, but that's just completely on me. Like I just, I, I mean, there's there's two throws I want back, right? The first interception that gave him a short field, and, and obviously that one. Like I, I just I feel like, um, you know, that's one that <laughs> that I should probably check down. So there you go. There's uh, We don't have a ton of time to play all of it, but there's a guy taking responsibility. Gentlemen, I'll see you two weeks when the Bears take on those New Orleans Saints. If
0: you play your cards right.
2: If I play my cards right. Great show to guys. Get home safe, OB. Mark, great job. It was a great
3: time. All right. Dan, great job to all the Bear fans. I uh, just, I don't know, keep your fingers crossed and uh, maybe one day here in the near future we can play big-time football.
2: All right, going for win number four in a couple of weeks. White Sox Weekly is coming up. Before that, check the news on 720 WGN.